Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815, on the Anchor Contest line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, International Free Agency and Transparency, and ask me questions if I was confusing. Last podcast was a little bit heavy. This one's a little bit lighter. And I like to be able to do both. Um, This doesn't have a whole lot to do with the Chicago Cubs. But anything involving player transactions kind of does. This has to do with transparency. Baseball seems to like to hide stuff. They don't tell everything that's... Well, they certainly don't tell everything that's unnecessary. There are, for instance, let's say there is a player to be named later, Trade. And the... Giants and the Cubs are trying to decide. And the Cubs decide, okay, you can tell the Giants you can have one of these three guys or some money. One of these three specific players or some money. I don't need to know. There is no specific benefit in me knowing which three players are involved in the trade. That is something, you know, kind of a need-to-know basis. I don't need to know that. I'm uh, I'm paying attention to the team, but it's not important for me to know which three people, oh, have their professional careers hanging in the balance. That's not essential for me. It's not important for me to know that. However, there are some things in baseball that seem like they should probably be a bit more transparent. For instance, with international signing, there is a purely specified amount of this is how much the team can spend internationally in the free agency signing period. It used to be from July 2nd to June 15th. It was that for about a decade seven, eight years, something like that. And we we became used to that. You would have an amount. here's, Here's what you have. You can spend that however you want. For a while, teams were able to swap portions of that to another team in exchange for a player or something. I've long thought it would be useful and helpful even for people who are paying attention to the international, general international marketplace, baseball marketplace, to have fans know which teams have basically how much money left in their international signing pool. It doesn't It wouldn't have to be exactly down to the nickel. 
It wouldn't have to be updated daily. Because I can see some concerns regarding um, a youngster in Venezuela gets signed and people put two and two together as far as this is exactly how much the young player signed a bonus for. Because when you have a country where there's a whole lot of turmoil, frankly, if there's any country where there's a lot of turmoil or a lot of criminal activity, I don't know how you want to say it. Hey, that kid over there, he signed for $1.3 million for a signing bonus. Well, how do you know that? Because, well, I did some math on the page and and, and I know. We don't need to know immediately what specifically a player signed for. However, six years down the line, for me putting stuff together, three years down the line, it's kind of nice to be able to look back and say such and such a prospect signed for an $800,000 signing bonus. This player signed for $400,000 signing bonus. So we can kind of relate what a team can possibly obtain for said signing bonus. Numbers of teams were trading large portions of their signing bonuses away because, well, we weren't going to sign anybody anyway. Okay. Ad Borelzele signed for about $10,000. You didn't have that much money to spend? You, you were slotted, you know, a certain million amount. I wish the transparency were better. As of right now, teams should all have basically zero left in there international signing funds. The, the, the players that uh, last signing period began July of this is 2020. So July of 2019. And a lot of teams blew through their the top half, the top two-thirds, the top three-quarters of their signing bonus in about two weeks because they had deals lined up. And so then you had teams after a month. You could do the addition on the major signings because most of the major signings are rather straightforward. This player signed a signing bonus of $2.5 million. It's in the article. It's there. It's announced. It's public. And... There are also some players who get signed who are under the radar, which is absolutely fine, absolutely understood, absolutely, I'm good with that. However, let's say it's November of 2023. The signing period began on July 2nd. 
Again, teams run through most of their big money right away. They get the guys that they've lined up. Cubs have their guys. The Dodgers have their guys. The Royals have their guys. And about November, there's a story breaking that there is a Cuban player who is likely to be coming over to the United States and signing with a team in the next, say, month and a half. You know what would be really nice would be a reasonably accurate, reasonably recent candy thermometer display. This is basically about how much each team has left. It doesn't have to be to the nickel. The Padres, they have $437,000 left. The Cubs, they have $800,000 left. You know, all 80. List them up. List them up. Who has the most available? Basically, generally. It doesn't have to be the nickel. It doesn't have to be updated every day. In fact, it probably shouldn't be updated every day. Because then people would start back-piecing the mathematics. Ooh, let's see. This team just spent $250,000 yesterday. Who did they sign? It's not for that. I'd kind of like to know who has the most left. And with the concept of who has the most left, since teams aren't going to be able to trade talent anymore, like I said, you used to be able to, uh, the Padres traded a an A-ball player to the White Sox. The White Sox, in exchange, sent back an amount of international spending space. They didn't send the money. They just spent the ability to spend said money. I think it'd be kind of nice, kind of nice to know. Not initially, because initially you already know. It's, all, it's listed, these teams get to spend this amount of money, these teams get to spend this amount of money. These, it's like five or six different amounts you could possibly have to spend. And, you know, it's public, it's made, it's announced, uh, probably MLB will announce more on the international signing pool in December, maybe November, probably at the end of this, once the World Series is over, probably within a week, they'll say, oh, by the way, these are the amounts that the teams will be able to spend. The international signing period will run from this point to this point, and then after that, the next international signing period will begin. That's how it usually works. But it would be nice to know because then you could have an idea. And when someone says, geez, what what could our team ever possibly do with, you know, all we have is like $400,000 left. What could we possibly sign that could be of any value for $400,000? Well, as I remember, Ozzy Albies and Ronald Acuna signed for about that much combined. Maybe it's a little bit more, but I think it was about $400,000 between them. Teams ought to be spending their international spending money. And since I'm kind of paying attention to it, I think it would be nice for 
Major League Baseball to have the transparency to allow people to see which teams are spending, which teams aren't spending, and how much the teams have remaining. It seems appropriate. It's not a, I will quit following baseball if they don't do this, but it would be a nice thing. Give us more information. Let us have a better idea. And take some of the mystery out of something that really doesn't have to be all that mysterious. I'd like to see it, but since Rob Manfred's involved, and since some of the owners really don't want the fans to know what options are being completely disregarded, I doubt it happens. I doubt it happens. And that's probably why I wish it would. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll try to post another podcast as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to make that one worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs go. And be nice to people.